Welcome to Former Adventist Podcast. Grab a cup of coffee and join Colleen Tinker and Nikki Stevenson as they discuss their life after Adventism. Welcome to Former Adventist Podcast. I'm Colleen Tinker. And I'm Nikki Stevenson. Merry Christmas, Nikki. Merry Christmas. How does it feel entering Christmas with Daniel on your mind? Oh man, it's amazing. You know, it seems to me like every year there's something different that is just on my mind at Christmas, whether it's Zechariah, I think it was last year that we were studying him and Elizabeth and those prophecies, or John the Baptist being born again inside of his mother's womb, or just all of the different events surrounding Christmas are highlighted, it seems, in different ways each year. And this year, I keep thinking about those wise men who came knowing that there was this king that was going to be born. They must have heard these prophecies that Daniel had shared. He clearly wrote them down. Maybe they were in the archives of Babylon or Persia. I mean, somebody read them or studied them. So this Gentile kingdom had word of this Messiah that was going to come. And they didn't just come out of hobby They came worshiping. They they brought gifts. Isn't that amazing? And we don't know exactly what that star was that they followed. Mm -hmm. Ellen White said it was angels. I don't believe that. I mean, whatever it was, it was something that they recognized, understood. Um, There's many speculations. But they followed a star to him. This wasn't the night of his birth. This was a little later. But he was still an infant or a toddler. And Nikki, I just think it's so amazing that the Christmas story that we always celebrate includes the Jewish shepherds Mm -hmm. and the Gentile magi. Mm -hmm. God brought believers in this baby from both the Jews who were expecting him and from the Gentiles who believed the prophecies they read in Daniel and maybe Jeremiah. They knew he was coming. And he brought it about. He brought it about by his own sovereign decree in the fullness of time. He sent forth his son, born of a virgin, under the law. And he brought it about right towards the end of that 69-week prophecy that Gabriel gave Daniel in Daniel 9. So now another thing, and I don't even know how to make these connections, but another thing that I have on my mind right now because of our study in Daniel is Hanukkah. Yes, And the fact that those Maccabees came in and they dealt with Antiochus Epiphanes and they took back their their temple and they had that oil that miraculously burned for them. And the Jews still celebrate the fact that that oil stayed, that flame stayed alit, even though they didn't have the oil and God's hand in that and giving them back their temple. And I can't help but think about how we have Christ who came, and He's the one. He's the light of the world. That that light represented. Yes, He's the light of the world, and He's the one who has come and put an end to the sacrifices, but who will also one day come and be seated in His temple and reign on earth in His kingdom. You know, God has not spoken in riddles when He gave us the prophecies that resulted in the coming of Jesus as a baby. 
those prophecies, when you go back and read them, they all came to pass and they're clear. So even the prophecies of what would happen during his time here, the prophecy of his birth in Bethlehem, the prophecy in Zechariah that he would come one day riding on the foal of a donkey. That's when he came and announced himself the king right before his death. All of those prophecies were very clear. So why should we not think that the prophecies about the future are also clear? So when we read that he is going to come, that he is going to reign, we can believe what the words say. I'm thinking about that too this Christmas, that Jesus is coming in all the fullness of what he has promised to his people has been separated from between his birth and his eventual second coming. We are here. Most of the Jews couldn't read the prophecies and see this period of time. And it's one reason they're confused when they don't believe that he actually came when Mm -hmm. he did. But here we are. He is building his body. He's building the church. And we're the result of Christmas and we're the result of his crucifixion and resurrection. And of his faithfulness to keep his promises. And so when we look back, we see Christmas, we see everything it means to us. And we look back at Daniel and we remember what he said to our brother Daniel and what Daniel's counting on. And we know how so much of what he said has come to pass. We can trust that he is the promise keeper and that we've not been left here or forgotten, but there's so much more ahead of us. And it's not based on us. It's not based on keeping the Sabbath or eating right or whatever else we once thought it was based on. It's based on the baby in the manger and what he's done for us. You know, Nikki, I know we talked about Zacharias and Elizabeth last year, but one of the things that has struck me, and I I know starting around Thanksgiving, I somehow started thinking about Zacharias' prayer. And we all know the story of how he saw Gabriel who announced the coming of John the Baptist, (laughs) how Zacharias was stricken dumb until John was born, and he announced his name. And after John was born, and it's so interesting to me to remember, Jesus wasn't born yet. John was born like six months before Jesus. But Mary had lived with Elizabeth Mm -hmm. and Zacharias for a while after she became pregnant, after Gabriel announced that she was going to bear the Son of God. After he had named his child, Zacharias, it says in Luke 1, 67, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, and here's the most amazing prophecy, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited us and accomplished redemption for his people. And he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of David, his servant, And he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy toward our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to Abraham our father, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And just by the way, This isn't the end of his prayer, but this entire first part of his prophecy slash prayer is not about his son, who was just born, whom he has just named. (laughs) Zacharias is prophesying about Jesus, who is yet to be born, but who Zacharias knows is coming. And then he finishes, he says to his own child, about his own child in his prophecy, and you, child, 
will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare His ways, to give to His people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, with which the sunrise from on high will visit us, to shine upon those who sit in the darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And I think about that, and I think about this aged man, a Levite, who may or may not have ever served in the temple before that eventful day, because we know that the Levites were on a rotation for their service, and his aged wife, Elizabeth, who has just born this miraculous child, and Zacharias is given words from the Holy Spirit to prophesy about God fulfilling His promises to Abraham to bring a deliverer from the line of David, and that's what we're celebrating We're celebrating the coming of that promised deliverer from the line of David. And he's not just for the Jews. He's for all who believe. So I just want to say, Nikki, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. He is born. (laughs) And if you don't believe that Jesus has come and taken your sins, that he came to die and to carry your sins to the cross, where he would suffer the wrath of God in your place, where he would die and be buried and then rise again on the third day, breaking the curse of death and giving you eternal life. If that hasn't been your experience, it can be now. This Christmas can be the first Christmas of the rest of your eternity. Trust him today. Join us next week as we begin Daniel chapter 10. And we'll see you then.